RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories. Legislators across the political divide disagree on proposed changes to Hong Kong's extradition laws. Executive Councillor Regina Ip wants the government to rein in the link reads power to hike rents. And Mao Zedong's former personal secretary has passed away at the age of 101. Pro-government legislator Paul Tse has rejected calls that the government should first work on an extradition agreement with Taiwan. The government has proposed to amend laws to make it easier for Hong Kong to hand fugitives over to other jurisdictions, including Taiwan and mainland China. It cited a Taiwan murder case last year where both the victim and prime suspect were Hong Kongers, as an example of why amendments to the law are needed. The opposition camp has been calling for the change to be applicable only to Taiwan, but Mr Tse stressed that the proposed change should apply to all the 166 jurisdictions that the SAR doesn't have a formal extradition treaty with. We have to amend the ordinance or we don't. Once we do that, I think we have to allow countries uh, over the world, including Taiwan uh, as a region, to participate in the scheme. So it's not practical to simply uh, single out Taiwan as the target for the time being. Because either we remove the restriction that we have at the moment, or we don't. Uh, Once we remove that restriction, we can arrange for such temporary arrangements with all these other countries. So either we don't touch the ordinance at all, leaving all these uh, outstanding criminal cases untouchable or at the same time we consider amending the ordinance allowing all these other criminal cases to be dealt with. I think that's our position. But Civic Party leader Alvin Young says he'll only approve the government's plan if it only applies to Taiwan. He stressed that the law doesn't need to include other regions, in particular mainland China, despite some people claiming the current law makes the SAR a haven for cross-border criminals. We have been advising the government uh, to lift the exemption to Taiwan only, and that will be the most sufficient, efficient and easy solution. And I don't think there will be any obstacles in Atlético. Well, we have to ask one simple question. Are we seeing a lot of people uh, coming to Hong Kong as an escape haven? No, I don't think so. If the figures is not high, if we do not have any hard evidence to prove that, then why are we trying to lift that exemption and try to include China? That is uh, going to open a floodgate. And if the other side is trying to say there is a loophole, we are creating another bigger loophole. The police commissioner, Stephen Lowe, says if the proposed amendment to the extradition law was passed, it would be very helpful. He explained that the police find it hard to investigate cross-border and online crimes when Hong Kong doesn't have any formal agreements with many countries over the surrender of fugitive offenders. New People's Party chairwoman Regina Ip says she hopes the government will adopt her proposal that aims to limit Linkreet's power over rent increases and turn it into a government bill. Mrs Ip and another pro-government legislator, Alice Mack, are planning to move a private member's bill to set a cap on the rent raises the listed company is allowed to make. Mrs Ip stressed that the plan would not affect the free market economy because the company has monopolistic control over the shops it oversees at public housing estates. The executive councillor added that she believes it would be easier to get the proposal passed if it was turned into a government bill, as passage of the bill would only need a simple majority present in LegCo. I think the government will wait and see if there is a consensus in the Legislative Council and see if this bill has popular support. The business sector uh, Legislative Council's reaction is as expected. But I wish to stress that um, the properties which we propose to regulate 
they are not part of the free market. Uh, the link and the other owners have monopoly power in those estates, and there are no substitutes. So the free market argument doesn't really apply. Lee Roy, the personal secretary of late state leader Mao Zedong, has died in Beijing. He was 101. His daughter, who's now in the United States, said her father passed away at about 8 o'clock this morning in Beijing Hospital, where he'd been since March of last year. Lee, who became Mao's personal secretary in the late 1950s, was once jailed during the Cultural Revolution. It's reported that Lee was a vocal critic of the Communist Party and was seen as a representative of those who promote democracy within the party. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The government has been urged to compensate local vaping businesses for expected losses resulting from the proposal to ban the import and sale of e-cigarette products in the SAR. The Hong Kong Vape Association says around 200 people work in the industry and some are holding up to $10 million worth of stock. The association's chairman, Max Chan, says retailers would lose a large chunk of their money if the proposal is passed. He urged the government to think of ways to compensate the sector for its losses. Democratic lawmakers in the United States have announced an immediate investigation into President Trump's declaration of a national emergency to try to bypass Congress and fund his border wall. The leaders of the House Judiciary Committee said the president showed a reckless disregard for the separation of powers and his own constitutional responsibilities. The Attorney General of California, Xavier Baquera, said the border issue does not constitute a national emergency. The president has the power to declare a national emergency. But this is not 9-11. This is not the Iran hostage crisis of 1979. This is a president showing his disdain for the rule of law and our U.S. Constitution. A gunman has opened fire in an industrial park near the U.S. city of Chicago, killing at least five people. Police said several others, including officers, were injured in the attack in the suburb of Aurora. The Aurora police chief, Kristen Zeman, said the shooter, identified as 45-year-old Gary Martin, was killed by police officers. She said he was believed to have worked at the plant, but the motive for his actions wasn't yet clear. She praised the responding officers for their courage. Thank you for your selfless act. Thank you for running towards gunfire and putting your lives in danger to protect those inside the business. My heart goes out to the victims and their families who simply went to work today like any other day. We offer our sincere condolences, and as the facts of this tragedy unfold, we will provide information and attempt to make sense of it. The American footballer Colin Kaepernick has reached an out-of-court settlement in his legal case against the NFL. The BBC's Peter Bowes has the story. In 2016, when Colin Kaepernick was a player for the San Francisco 49ers, he sat, then knelt down as the American national anthem was played. He said he was doing it to stand with the oppressed. Other players and teams across the country followed his example. Since opting out of his 49ers contract in 2017, Kaepernick has been without a team. He and another player, Eric Reid, accused NFL team owners of conspiring to keep them out of the league because of their protests. In a joint statement, the players' lawyers and the league said they had now resolved their grievances, but details of the settlement would remain confidential. 
British scientists have successfully tested a harpoon which is designed to remove junk from space. The device was fired from a satellite at a sample piece of debris attached to a boom. The team have already tried another method using a net. Alistair Wayman is the advanced project manager at Airbus that built and designed the experiment. He said the hope is to clear some of the thousands of tonnes of space junk which is hurtling above the Earth's atmosphere. We want to be in the position where we can remove five to ten large pieces of space debris per year. Then we'll be able to stabilise and ultimately reduce the amount of space debris that is in orbit, which will mean that we can continue to use the space environment for years to come. To sports now, and the world's best long-distance runners have been meeting the media ahead of tomorrow morning's Hong Kong Marathon. 45-year-old Kenneth Mungara is back to defend his title. The Kenyan finished last year's race with a winning time of 2 hours, 13 minutes and 39 seconds. Mungara told RTHK's Atom Chung what he eats to stay so fit. Nothing special. Only training and eat good food. Stay away from drugs. Stay away from bad things so you have to keep your body staying like you are very young yeah what do you eat back home in kenya um, back home there's a, a lot of food of our culture those we eat direct from the garden we don't use take it from supermarket or shop we take it all the way straight from garden yeah Right, so it's all very natural, very organic. Natural, no chemical, no... Yeah, it is exactly from the garden. The body of the Argentinian football player Emiliano Sala has arrived back in his home country ahead of his funeral later today. The 28-year-old died after the plane he was flying in crashed into the sea between France and Britain. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Legislators across the political divide disagree on proposed changes to Hong Kong's extradition laws. Executive Councillor Regina Ip wants the government to rein in the link reads power to hike rents. And Mao Zedong's former personal secretary has passed away at the age of 101. The news from RTHK. Radio 3. And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tremblay, with you till 3pm. This week we have two musical themes of note. First, our featured album of Caribbean reggae. The musicians are all from various islands in the Caribbean, just not from Jamaica. And a new selection of hot new hits from a surprising number of places around the planet. As always, Giovanotti says it so well in Italian. We're still the belly button of the world. And we start off with our first hot new hit from a surprising place on the planet, Spain. He's a newcomer and he's just released his new album. Fito Mancia is the name of the new singer-songwriter. He plays the guitar, he composes his own music. The album is called La Memoria Incendiaria with the Spanish accent on Spanish, uh, The Incendiary Memory. The track on the charts, El Tripulante. Pop rock to its best, and he invites all his listeners uh, to his upcoming tour around Spain. He says, uh, whichever way my songs get to you, by through video, through listening to it on media, or a concert, uh, uh, these songs will come to you, and there we will connect. And see you there. Fito Mancia, El Tripulante. (laughs) 